Hi, everyone. Hi. Uh, this is Loser Leaves Wrestling. You came just in time. I see you jumped. You all just jumped in as well. We're all having some fun here. This is Loser Leaves Wrestling. This is the weekly wrestle uh, episode seven. Seven. We're getting close. We're getting, We're getting close, close to, to the goal. Magical 10. Magical <laughs> 10. And we've got some big things, big things planned. So, you know, stay tuned. We, we have do. a lot of. I have something that stuff. I want to show you after this. God, I have to, I have to stop doing the finger thing because that, that, that's what opens up the show. That's I fun. I not want that. The, the way what, you have something fun you said? Oh, yeah, I want to show you is, after the show. My name is Red and I'm here with Roy. And as uh, always, we have Tam in the booth. Uh, how are you doing today, Roy? Hey man, I'm good. I'm good. Pollen count is high in Austin, Texas. So I'm feeling a little. <laughs> sure, sure. That's yeah. fair. Uh, I've been a little uh, weird, like a sore throat yeah um and and such and i was worried it was covid but i think it's just uh me stopping weed and like my lungs are trying to get rid of the stuff um <laughs> yeah there's a lot of stuff in my lungs from uh, this is COVID. this is just like a break this isn't permanent yeah no okay because that's the class it's not a break oh no break? oh no it's a break it's a break yeah because yeah. yeah. that's i learned that break. from you the yeah. break i have a question just take a break real quick yeah. Yeah. tap your microphone can you I don't it? think I don't think I hear you through the microphone. All right, well, hold on. Let me let me stall, stall. Uh, uh, so <laughs> wrestling. A lot of things happened in wrestling this week. We got oh boy, did a lot of things happen just this past? No, it didn't go. Nothing. No, I hear you. I hear you fine. Yeah, it's just not fancy. The, the fancy audio that comes from a microphone. But this Do is I part still of sound the same. You sound great. Yeah, you sound exactly the same. But I sound the same. So this mic isn't actually working. I worried about this cord. Now, one of the thing is probably when you jump, what one of what happens to me, it, you'd have to jump back. It's fine for now, but for Zoom set, like you have to plug. Did you plug in the the mic after you join Zoom? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. If you have to plug in the mic first, and then. But wait, wait we're here. Thank you all so much for joining us. This we're is, we're going to talk wrestling. This is the weekly wrestle. We're going to talk about Rampage. We're going to talk about the news of the week and all that fun stuff. Thank you so much for uh, going through this troubleshooting with us. Uh, Chica Marks writes, quality control. I get it. Thank you so much, Chica Marks. <laughs> uh, Chica Marks and I are going to go see Wrestling Pro Wrestling this weekend, uh, uh, this coming weekend, uh, Friday. Fantastic. We're very excited about it. Thank you so much, for Chica Marks, for uh, making me go outside the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, right. I, I wouldn't unless someone said, you should go outside the house, and that's what I did. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about... Let's go over a little Rampage talk. Do you have any uh, visual for Rampage or are we just going to breeze through? I don't. I don't. I should we have should. grabbed a hook one. Uh, we yeah. should just always have a hook graphic just ready and we ready should. to go. Um, we should. But uh, just a, a quick rundown of what happened during Rampage, right? Roy? Yeah. We should do a quick yep. rundown. Hey, do I uh, sound different now? I'm sorry. I'm distracted. You sound great. Getting me this set is it. Correct. This is it. I think I did. It. That, this okay. is the mic. This is the mic. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I should have had a graphic ready for it because I, th I thought there were some good things on the show. Yeah. Oh, no, I definitely think there were some good things for it. Uh, but let's talk about the uh, Rampage. The night started off Adam Cole versus Tony Atlas. Oh, not Tony Jake Atlas. Atlas. Jake Atlas. <laughs> Tony Atlas would very, be nuts. Very different people. <laughs> that would be nuts. <laughs> that would make sense if I heard uh, Tony Atlas injured himself uh, first time <laughs> in AEW in the ring. Uh, but Jake Second. Atlas, uh, uh, Adam Cole had a really great match. Yeah. Had a really great match. Jake Atlas yeah. looked great. We saw a Looks lot of great, great things. 
uh, great yeah. things from them. Uh, and uh, then right at the end, right at the end, Ugh. does a springboard into a, a, a super kick and tweaks his knee on the landing on that springboard. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they tried to go for the uh, Tropicana Sunrise. What is it called? Or, <laughs> what, what, is what is it called? The Panama Sunrise. Because originally his character was from Panama, Florida. Cool. To make uh, him come off as more douchey, he changed it from being from Pittsburgh, which is where he's actually from, or like just the middle of Pennsylvania to Florida, which a lot of people do. That's very Do you remember when Christian did that? Where he no. disowned Canada and started saying that he was from Tampa, Florida? No, I don't remember that. I do remember Chris Jericho saying he's from Manhattan. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, for, but it wasn't something that he was trying to do. WWE, like he was now residing in Manhattan. And uh, right. now residing in Manhattan, they stopped saying Winnipeg. And JBL did the same thing, which was pretty I great. think actually that's why Christian did it. Because Vince McMahon thought that no one wants to talk to anybody from Canada. It makes sense. So you have to be from Florida. It does. Uh, but uh, well, afterwards, we get uh, after that move, he couldn't even do it. Uh, yeah. Jake Atlas was injured, and um, so, so he's getting an MRI done. Uh, hopefully, it's nothing too serious because honestly, he was really great. That was a really great match, uh, and he, he's just an interesting wrestler. There's, there's some things that I find interesting about this. Um, yeah, he sent out a tweet being like, you know, I'm okay, I won't be gone for very long. So that's good. I hope that's actually true. Um, I don't know if you ever heard this rumor, but there's this rumor afoot when AEW first launched that without saying his name, AEW was really interested in Jake Atlas and really wanted to sign Jake Atlas. And they had offered him a contract, WWE, NXT. They also, they also offered him a contract and ultimately he chose to go with NXT because it was his lifelong dream to be in the WWE. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, it didn't work out. Now he's in AEW. I think they're going to do a lot with him because I think Tony Khan has this fascination with people that he wanted at the launch and making them work. Like mm -hmm. Britt Baker, like he never like stopped trying with Britt Baker because he decided before there was even a wrestling show that Britt Baker was going to be the face of the women's division. So he never stopped pushing Britt Baker. So I think he feels the same way about Tony, Tony Atlas. I'm doing it now about Tony Jake Atlas, Atlas. <laughs> about Jake Atlas. So I think once Jake is healthy, there's at least a TNT championship run in his future. I believe. Who knows? Who knows? Well, we're, we're, we'll hope he has a speedy return. Uh, next up, we get a real quick thing with Andrade talking about Sting and Darby Allen. And I think it ended with Andrade asking if he could buy Darby. <laughs> he's, too, yeah. he's talking about the your little employee Darby, a little boy employee uh, Sting, yeah. and then he wants to buy him. Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> uh, just real quick, uh, you don't have to buy Darby Allen, but you do have to smash that like button. Yeah, <laughs> smash that like button. Yeah. You go to smash <laughs> that like button. We need those smashes. Uh, every smash counts. Uh, we have to get a teacher or something like that. That's funny. Um, Every smash counts. Um, we got to write that down. <laughs> but uh, Andrade versus Sting. Uh, that's the, uh, not Sting. Andrade versus Darby sounds like a good little feud. Yeah, I also really like that he said um, that that little boy. I like that he said, yeah, "Why that is that little boy, boy working <laughs> for Sting?" <laughs> I like him talking. Andrade talking yeah, I is love good. It. I don't I love I, like. It. I don't understand why they keep placing a manager or someone to talk for him. He's he's fun. Uh, next up, we get Hook versus Aaron Solo. Uh, Hook versus Aaron Solo. Another great Hook showing. He does a capture suplex, which I love. I love yeah. the capture suplex. Legs yeah. up there, mm -hmm. the wrapped in. Uh, love that type of suplex. And uh, Hook gets another win over Aaron Solo. Uh, definitely needs to work on his selling. Him in the corner taking shots is pretty <laughs> funny because he's like, ah, 
uh, <laughs> ooh, like he doesn't know he doesn't want to look not cool he yeah. doesn't want to look not cool at any time which is both his biggest pro and a potential con moving forward yeah it's interesting because that was I don't want to write on the hook parade because I was I loved it. I thought it was we fantastic. All love Hook. We still love yeah. Hook. Hook's great. I I but I think there's this weird and I, I don't know if I blame Hook because Hook just started wrestling, but I think there's this weird in between where like someone is like, You're a monster. You're a monster. Nothing hurts you. But then someone else is like, Yeah, but he's gonna punch you and it's gonna hurt you. And he's like, uh, well, which am I? So you can when he sells, he's kind of in between the like I'm invincible, but also I don't want to like take advantage of my opponent. I need to like also make him look presentable as but he just there's there's just a little tweak that needs to be done, but a, a fun match. Uh yeah, and his forearms definitely. are looking good. I love when he punches in the corner. I love yeah. his big haymakers to the stomach. Yeah. Uh and uh then we get afterwards QT takes a swing at him and then he get, grabs him in a Tazplex and throws him right over onto his head. Just dumps This him. is the perfect role for QT. QT getting beat up by the people he trains is the mm. absolute perfect use. This is honestly what we want. I'm fine with a hook QT food. A QT for sure. Absolutely. That makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. That makes sense. Giving him Darby, giving QT Darby was not a good, is that what he fought immediately afterward? After the MJF thing? Yeah, it was the ass boys. Oh, that was ass boys. That's right. That's right. But we got to move on. We got to get out of here. But that, uh, but honestly, when QT confronted Hook, I really thought for a second Taz was going to run down. And oh, I would God. love to see it. Aaron Solo and QT versus Taz and Hook. Yeah, but I think I Taz is the type of person who's like, he can handle both of them. He doesn't need Yeah, me. I know. I just want him to choke someone out, man. I also uh, find it so, well, who did he choke out? He choked out somebody Cody. in AEW, and I'm trying to remember. He it choked was Cody? out Cody. <laughs> That's so he choked good. out Cody, and the next week Sting came by, and they forgot completely about it. Yeah. I I have a crackpot theory that we'll get to later on in the show um, involving someone who just got released. But I I do love how proud Taz is of Hook. I mean, it makes sense, you know, it's his son, but it's I just think sweet. it's very sweet. It's so sweet. It's very sweet. We're all very happy. We're all very proud of Hook, honestly. We all feel Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Are you pride. kidding? And um, what a, like, smart way to, like, bring somebody on television. Just yeah, to have no. them hang around for a year. It, it, it was just, one. it was an accident. It's not even a smart thing. It was just, like, totally an organic, yeah. perfect situation, you know? Ooh, nice coffee mug. Um, we got a Ruby, a Riot, uh, Ruby Soho, not Ruby Riot. Oh, Ruby nice. Soho and Riho versus Jamie Hader and Britt Baker in a tag team match. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I just it just it's just crazy how Britt and Jamie Hader are just leagues above the other two. <laughs> they uh, shout out like to Ruby Soho though for pulling double duty that night because she did wrestle Jade Cargill and then came back in different gear like an hour later and wrestled that match. Yeah. So, you know, really good for her. Yeah. Wow. A real O for two night for Ruby. <laughs> Jeez. You think one of them would have clicked. Uh, Come on. And, and then you get Chris Jericho making racist comments on commentary. Uh, BK uh, mentioned uh, Rio as Jackie Chan moves. Um, and culturally uh, insensitive. Culturally insensitive. Yeah. Because he's, a, he's not a good guy. But I'll also, tell you what. I was just going to say, you know, I've been doing some research. Uh, for this not yet rolled out playlist idea that I have, this mixtape, this LLW mixtape. It's happening soon, friends. Yeah, and uh, boy, there's a lot of 90s matches from WCW, like C-shows and WWF C-shows with people like Jushin Liger and Eddie Guerrero and 
boy, is there a ton of borderline racist, absolutely culturally insensitive oh, sure. comments. Things, things that we can't put on our playlist, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, really there's ruined some, the WCW commentary. Yeah, that Owen Hart match, too. Honestly, I'm it, telling you. Yeah, I will. We'll discuss another time. Uh, but yeah, we get a win. Rio gets a, a, a quick win on Jamie Hayter with a the most cartoonish looking roll up. She's flailing her arms as she's rolling up. There's no pressure <laughs> being put on Jamie Hayter. Jamie Hayter's holding herself in a pit because yeah, yeah it just I I yeah. just don't get it. I don't get it. But uh, I'm excited for this Jamie Hayter Britt Baker explosion. You know, I I like Jamie Hayter. Uh, I like Jamie Hayter a lot. I think she's got a lot. She just needs to learn how to wrestle like a dominant wrestler. I think she gives too much to her opponents when she should be more Wardlow. Mm -hmm. She should be more Wardlow. Mm -hmm. She's selling too much, honestly. That's my take. You, your thoughts mm -hmm. on that? I don't disagree with that. No, I don't disagree with that at all. Because she's in a certain role. Like the the problem with someone like her is that she's supposed to be the like somewhat of like a bumbling henchman like she's the person who gets the heat for the champion that's but she's so much for. she's so much bigger than everybody else I, yeah I well that's, like that's a, a bad role. that is what rebel, Re rebel is yeah. the bumbling What's one rebel she doing? should be the muscle she should yeah. be the meat um but either Someone, way he's got to take the pin in those matches because rebel can't wrestle yeah rebel cannot wrestle that's not a fucking wrestle uh next we get sammy oh, just a quick thing they're there but uh, cody's out cody's out yeah cody has covid he has oh, covid, COVID? Oh, yeah, I didn't realize. COVID. So it's going to yeah. be Sammy Guevara uh, for the Battle of Belts uh, on Saturday tonight. Uh, it's going to be Sammy Guevara versus Goldust for the interim. Come on. The interim TNT you championship. Can't, you can't Why? call him Dustin Rhodes. You got to call him Goldust. Oh, did I say Goldust? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wrote down Goldust. That's probably why. Uh, versus Dustin Rhodes for the interim TNT championship. And honestly, I think this would have been a good opportunity just to have because gold uh, <laughs> Dustin isn't even on the rankings. Why not yeah. have the top two face each other uh, for the and have it be like Sammy versus Scorpio Sky? Maybe a reason to have Scorpio Sky on the show and have a, a, a like a just a different match type. I, I just think this is silly because why is he fighting for a championship that he hasn't done anything to earn? He's lost everything the past year, right? Yeah, there's a lot of, I have a lot of feelings about this. I have two different strong feelings. One is I don't give a fuck. Like I didn't really yeah. care about this show to begin with. Putting Dusty or Dustin in this match, boy, that makes me care even less. I like Dustin. Dustin's last match that I saw was fantastic. His match against yeah. uh, Danielson was great. But uh, there's another part of me that's like, this is really smart. Because what if Dustin beats Sammy? And then Dustin and Cody are feuding and everyone's like, this is the most the most nepotism I've ever seen. And it just like continues I, honestly, that's down this like Cody, like weird path. And now Dustin's joining him and it's like the nightmare factory all become heels together. Yeah. I honestly, that's a great idea. That is a great idea. And I, but they won't do it. They will not do it uh, unless they do, which is great. Uh, Joe writes, he should always be referred to as gold dust, his best persona by far. Yeah, but there's like this thing in wrestling, like like you call them by the name that they have right now. 
Uh, I think this is his best persona. I mean, Goldust is iconic for sure, but this is the best version of Dustin Rhodes since like this is the best wrestler. Dustin Rhodes. This is yeah, the no. best wrestler, honestly. Uh, Chica Marks writes, "What if he wins?" Uh, and honestly, you're right. What if he wins? It sounds interesting. What if he wins? What if he what wins? Um, and make sure to smash the like button. I'm looking and I don't see any smashes. It's perfectly unsmashed. Um, get going with that. And then we, let's go breeze through this one. We got uh, 2.0 and Danny Garcia versus uh, Eddie Kingston and Proud and Powerful uh, in a street fight tag, right? What'd you say? Sure. Yeah. A street fight tag. And honestly, I liked it. It was a pretty yeah. good, uh, pretty good yeah. little uh, uh, match. It felt like a fight, which I enjoyed. Um, and uh, yeah, at the end, Jericho gets involved and I wish he didn't. Yeah. So what's a little concerning to me is that I have an unhealthy love of like hardcore and blood and all of these things unhealthy. because I, I grew up in the Attitude Era, you know, and I grew up with ECW. First, second ever pay-per-view I saw was ECW Heatwave 98, you know, and I just oh, like, shit. I was right to it. But I'm starting to become desensitized to these like street fights. They happen so often. So I just think I need a break. I think AEW needs a break. I mean, they did back-to-back weeks with like tag team, no disqualification, street fight, no yeah. rules matches. Like, it almost I seems think we need a lazy. It almost seems lazy. Uh, Joe writes uh, when referring to the Goldust persona, original, not stuttering version. No yeah, one was confused. Sure. No one was confused, <laughs> Joe. No one was thinking. I, I, the, uh, <laughs> we were watching uh, during that time, and the stuttering Goldust was. Uh, yeah, no one was confused. Yeah. No one was thinking. No. Oh, the one with Tourette's. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. not that one. I also think the Goldust pre artist formerly known as oh, Goldust. Yeah. Do you remember That's that? A, that yeah, scary 90, period. 96 Goldust yeah. is yeah. best Goldust. Uh, 97 starting to teeter. 98 is not worth watching. 98, 99, no thank you. No thank you. I felt um, like his comeback was good when he did the Shattered Dreams. That was when, it, like, GTV, and then he introduced the Shattered Dreams. Like, it blew me, and he was with him as Blue Dust. Like, I thought that was okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. But that's the end of Rampage. Now we're going to get into some. Wait, 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 wait. There's one other thing that happened on Rampage that Ricky Starks announced that he's going to defend the FTW title probably for the first time against Matt Seidel. Yeah. Ricky Starks versus Matt Seidel for the FTW championship. The only thing I care about on that show right now. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm excited for the match. I don't care about the stipulation. I don't care about the title. Sure. Yeah. I really don't care because they've done. I like Riho more than you do. Though, to be fair, I, I think uh, Rip Baker Rio is going to be okay. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, what I can't wait to, I'm just going to have a smug look. I'm not even going to say anything about it. I'm just going to like, just going to be smug about it when Rio poops the bed uh, or does something <laughs> stupid or silly. Uh, but we have to, we have to get out of here. We have Ooh, to get out. the news. We, we have news to cover. The news you can't lose. Let's, uh, I'm going to weave through the, there's a main story of the night, but I'm going to weave through it with some storytelling some storytelling. Uh, Tam, could you hit that first news picture, please? Because uh, the, the the news that starts the big news is Braun Breaker wins the NXT championship. Braun Breaker wins the NXT championship from Tomasa Champa. Uh, did you see the match? Did you see the match? Did you see the match? I did see the match. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> um, was it good? It was good. It was good. Yeah, it's I, mean, good. I like Braun Breaker. Ron Breaker's had maybe 20 matches in his entire career. So, you know, he's got to work on his selling a little bit, but like, he's good. He's got yeah. presence. He's got intensity. This image is a classic. Yeah. And uh, 
that, that like so he won the championship to Masa Champa, but his entrance was this big uh kick through the X. There's this X that he walked through, kicked in half. I think it was styrofoam. I'm still trying to figure out what it was, yeah, but he broke definitely. it. And uh yeah, the uh, the the good next is no more. Yeah, the good NXT is no more. And basically that's what it was signaling. Uh that NXT, the old NXT is gone. The golden of the black and gold is gone. And here's this new colorful Paint splatter. You, are you wearing and an NXT 2.0 t-shirt? I am. Right uh, I'm, yeah, this is an official <laughs> NXT 2.0 t-shirt. You don't see on the back, but it says uh, uh, Broad Breaker D's Nuts. Or <laughs> 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 like uh, but uh, yeah, so we, we get this symbolic break happening. Next slide. Later on this week, we really get the uh, the, the message. Uh, the first one release of Road Dog Jesse James. Uh, we're just gonna go. I'm gonna go stop individually at each one uh, yeah. to talk about them. Road Dog was the uh, uh, head of SmackDown creative for a period of time. Took a little break. Then he went to NXT where he was working on character development and uh, wrestlers promos. Do you see the picture yet? Oh, it's done. Oh, that next picture oh, is that? Do you see it yet? I, I see know. Road Dog. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's it. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, oh. with the, that's the, that's the picture. So I found that I wanted another one, which was funnier, but it said it was corrupt and I did not want to send that to Tam. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, we get Road Dog, uh, And now, honestly, uh, he's already said, this one's like, are you going to tee up with Billy Gunn? He's like, someone's going to pay the light bill. <laughs> like, he's just like, he's gonna. I got to tell you, I, uh, I have a, uh, a bummer tweet of the one of my tweets is uh i'm raining on your road dog parade with this tweet i'm just letting you know it's some foreshadowing okay okay some good foreshadowing but i just want him to be in AEW where he just grabs a mic and maybe he's the new spokesperson for the ass boys maybe he talks luchasaurus and uh uh jungle Boy. i think he would be a good parent i don't care i think they like they need a talker that's fun and vibrant and alive and uh christian's not <laughs> not right now uh next uh slide there tam next we get william regal william regal uh a, a director of talent development and head of global uh, uh uh recruiting head of global recruiting very sad uh he was with the company since 1999 uh even before that no i think he, 98? he was he was man's man in 1998 that was 98. He wrestled okay. at Survivor Series 1998 as the real man's man. So, but he's been uh, cur like actively with them because he was oh, released. Sure. Right. Uh, but yeah. this was yeah, like a back 20, to WCW in 99. This was a 23 year run, 22, 23 year run. That's the picture that you posted. Of, like, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Isn't that funny? Great. Pretty mind good. Yeah. Um, and he's gone now. Um, devastating news for the talent. Everyone start talking about how they're going to miss him and like they wouldn't be yeah. anything without William Regal. Yeah. He is, uh, and, they, and there's a top talent. This is Becky Lynch, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, like all these yeah. people. Are I saying, mean, these like, are all of those people that came up through the system and that William Regal is literally responsible for all of those people being signed. I mean, literally he would sit backstage for years, multiple years. He would go to a pro wrestling gorilla show. He would sit backstage. He'd watch the match, all of the matches, and then go up to individual people and be like, Yep, we're going to offer you a contract. Yep, you're going to come to this tryout. Yep, like he found all of these people. Like everyone says Triple H is the one that like, you know, NXT, blah, blah, blah. But like William Regal is the one who went out and said like, you've got to sign Kevin Owens. You've got to sign Finn Balor. Like you've got to sign Becky Lynch. Like he found all of these people. Yeah. And so like uh, uh, I just what you said with PWG, I can't imagine him not being picked up by AEW. 
once yeah, it becomes I mean, he's clear. Got like, to. And honestly, I think they could pick these people up pretty fast. They're employees. They're not under contract. You know, they I think were, it's they were 30 left. days, I think. Is that the case? Because I, I saw Road Dog send out a tweet that said, like, starting February 8th, you can book the D-O-double-G for appearances. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. I think um, we have another one since uh, William Regal was gone backstage. Uh, you could flip that uh, to the next slide there, Tam. Uh, everyone said that if William Regal goes, you know, who's next? Samoa Joe. Yeah. Samoa Joe, it, Samoa Joe, big shock because they, he just won the NXT championship last year. Um, the heavyweight championship right before Ch- uh, Ciampa, right? Was it right before Ciampa? Uh, yeah, I guess they stripped him of the title and then yeah. on the first episode of 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, uh, he no longer, uh, he's gone. Uh, that's the funny picture of him yeah, being stressed. Um, but, uh, yeah. And I also amazing pickup for AEW if they could get him. Amazing you know pickup, uh, Brian punk. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the just, whole squad. It's yeah. the whole squad. I think, uh, this is my crackpot theory sure. for Joe. I think AEW should sign him and he should start his own like team Taz style stable that he manages if he can't wrestle anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they feud with team Taz. So it's like intense submission team against intense submission team. That sounds nice. Uh, but <laughs> I just don't trust Taz's team. <laughs> I just don't yeah, trust right, them for right, very long. Yeah. Like I like yeah. everyone in it. I like everyone in it as a group. They don't do well. <laughs> Uh, it'll work well, uh, but uh, Joe writes, hoping for great things for Joe and Regal. Wouldn't it be crazy if Triple H left too? Not gonna happen, but he's gonna get gonna be pissed, gotta be pissed. Uh, and yeah, uh, there's word backstage that Triple H is pretty bummed, (laughs) like, because like the people that he set up around him in NXT, uh, were apparently the ones that he was hoping to bring up to the main roster when he takes the helm, right? You know, he's not gonna take the helm. So. Now he's not going to take the helm. It's uh, it's like pretty written on the wall that when Vince dies, it's going to his uh, buddy Nick. His buddy Nick is going to be handling things. Um, and then Nick Khan will pass it to, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, they're going to sell the company. Chances are the company's probably going to be sold pretty soon, I'd assume <laughs> at this point. But it's a really interesting thing. I mean, I saw somebody said like Triple H should start his own company, blah, 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 blah. But, and someone was like, oh, well, you know, what kind of money does Triple H have? I don't believe uh, that Triple H needs a lot of startup capital to start a wrestling promotion. I know that no. sounds crazy. I mean, he needs millions of dollars, but like he doesn't need hundreds of millions of dollars. All you got to do is run a couple of shows and you're Triple H and you you will draw in other people and people will be interested and invest in you. He should just buy the NWA. He should buy the NWA. He would. Uh, he would be. But him and Jeff Jarrett should buy the NWA together. And Conrad Thompson. And you got Road uh, Dog. This, this is what my uh, partner made. I, I told you about it. Oh, that's she super cool. That. That's she just super did nice. It. She just did like a, a like her style WWF, which is yeah. like softer edges and watercolor. It was just very that's sweet. Beautiful. Uh, I just wanted to share because it was very sweet. Um, but yeah. Uh, so Joe writes, uh, his NXT baby is gone. It's going to be sold. Sorry, NXT was his baby. It was his baby, and now it's gone. His baby's dead, and the baby's now grown up, and it's in its awkward teenage years. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it for you. And also, Gabe Sapolsky is gone as well, uh, which uh, Ring of Honor former ECW assistant to Paul Heyman. It's done and it all. He's yeah. someone. He's someone that's probably going to find his own way. Uh, maybe start something up or work with someone. Yeah, I wonder what he would do. You know, I was thinking about that because, I mean, he started Evolve and he launched Evolve. And like, I guess after being the the first booker for Ring of Honor for the first like seven years of its existence and then 
running Evolve for as long as you did, and then finally getting that office job where you no longer have to worry about anything. You can just kind of do your job. Do you really want to go back to like starting and running your own promotion again? It's a different I'd be curious time. to see what he does. Yeah, that's it's a, a different point time. too. Yeah. Um, and uh, Chico Marks writes, nice, the logo. Thank you so much. Uh, let her know that you like it by smashing the like button. <laughs> Chico Marks, Joe too, I see you both. You better be smashing those like buttons. I better see them. Um, all right, uh, moving on, next slide there, uh, Tam. Uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns was, we're, we're in a real WWE. Yeah, uh, we should be. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Roman Reigns uh, got sick with COVID and had to stay off year one which caused a chain of events to happen. Roman Reigns now off year one. Brock Lesnar uh, is a champion. Uh, Brock Lesnar was placed in the fatal five way with Biggie. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I forgot I put that in there. <laughs> so Roman Reigns there. Uh, he got COVID. That's what happens when you get COVID. And uh, he's now, uh, Brock Lesnar was placed in the fatal five way. Did you watch that match? I heard it was good. I got. I knew Brock was gonna win, so I didn't want to watch it because Biggie deserves better. Um, I, I, I do. I, I do and don't agree. It's the, like he got the championship. I don't think anyone deserves some a million day reign. Um, I would love to see yeah. a program. I would love to see right. a program with Biggie and Brock yeah, because yeah. I think that's yeah. because honestly, it was pretty cool to see Biggie smash into Brock a few times because Biggie like 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 Brock. The great thing about Brock and the reason why he's so uh special is because like how do you beat this guy who who looks like they could beat this guy yeah, biggie sure. is literally a, a cannonball he yeah. is so broad and stout and fast like it's very interesting to see uh we have uh chica marks i liked it earlier i swear uh oh maybe you did maybe i just don't see the likes uh chica marks laughs uh roy's reaction is the best about the uh, <laughs> picture that was a fun picture i'm really I happy can't. about that I wish you could give someone credit for that. They deserve it. Um, but Brock Lesnar <laughs> won the championship and a broke a, a record. Brock has broken a lot of records. He broke his, he was the first, uh, the, well, at one point, the youngest WWE champion at, at 25. And now he has broken Hulk Hogan's record of the longest span between championships. Uh, Hulk Hogan uh, was 18 years, 1984 to 2002. Uh, before him was Bob Backlund, 17 years, 1977 to 1994. And now you have, uh, Brock Lesnar, 20, uh, 20 years, 20 years. Isn't that crazy? 2002 to 2000 uh, to, to 2022. That's nuts. That's wrong though. What do you mean? Uh, oh, is it like first rain? First to... rain to last. Oh, rain. okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes, not yes, span okay. between, but right, first right, to last right. rain. Yeah. Okay. Um, this all makes a lot more sense to me now. Yes. yes yeah. Yes. So he's, he's been in the championship world. He's been a, a WWE championship caliber person for 20 years. Yeah, it just yeah, okay. Nobody yeah. else has that. Nobody else has ever done that. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. You're trying to disagree now, you know. I'm not trying to disagree. I just don't feel like that's significant in today's WWE because it's just like if you're not Roman Reigns or you're not Brock Lesnar then like it doesn't matter. So like of course Brock is going to break all these records and do all these things because he's the only person who matters in that company. You could say that but also you have to say he's a freak. He's a freak that sure, doesn't 100%. Age. Yeah, I'm he's still the, terrified. This is a well deserved. Like it's a, honestly, I don't mind if Brock wins in in another five years. Like it makes that yeah. all makes sense for me because Brock yeah. is very scary, very very scary. Yeah, he's um, but he he won that. But uh, we also had some returns at year one. Could you hit the next slide there, Tim? Uh, we got Beth Phoenix 
Beth mm. Phoenix making a return, and we're all very happy. Uh, she was taken off the NXT uh, announce desk. And, uh, you know, I was a little concerned. You know, I was just a little worried about the whole situation uh, because I was assuming that everyone was just jumping ship from NXT. But it was really just to get ready for uh, a main roster feud, right? Is that true? What do you mean? I thought she removed herself because she was like, this sucks. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. She, she removed herself. Uh, oh, I think we're in the next picture. Oh, did I say the wrong one? Uh, I think the next picture. That's a nice picture of Brock. Um, that is a good picture of Brock. Yeah, the I next picture should, that. should be a picture of uh, Beth Phoenix. Let's go to the next one. If you see a, a woman looking angry, uh, very angry. It's not a, it's not a, a bad picture. I, I did some nice pictures here, too, sometimes. Yeah, uh, you did. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she's going to be a, and she's uh, uh, also returned a year running, blah, blah, blah. Um, we're excited for Beth Phoenix. We like Beth Phoenix, right? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Good for her. Yeah, very excited for her. And we, I'm going to watch the match. I just want to see Beth Phoenix go because she could still go. I think Royal Rumble looks fun. Yeah. Well, because of the Royal Rumble, another announcement uh, for the Royal Rumble, we got Summer Rae is going to be returning. Uh, and Summer Rae was pretty good. It was pretty good, even though she's like kind of like a real mid-card uh, uh, talent. Never really Took got advantage to the... of uh, her long limbs through some good kicks. Yeah, real good kicks. Very lanky. And could you hit that next slide there, Tim? We got Mickey James is announced for the Royal Rumble. And she is currently the Impact Knockouts Women's Champion or the not, Women's Knockouts Champion. I don't know how they work there. Sure. Uh, yeah. But they announced that on WWE, they said Impact. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, in the, it, is the Forbidden Door now open in WWE? Are they going to be working with Impact? No. Come on. They are. And she's an she's a Impact contracted uh -huh. wrestler. Uh -huh. This isn't nuts. They've done this before. Who? Sort of. They did when? this with Ric Flair when he was a contracted employee for TNA. They did this. Yeah, with Ric Flair. but as a as a, a Hall of Fame swap, this is. Um, yeah. This is a wrestling. They're wrestling. I think it's great. I think it's great, but I don't. I don't think we should be heaping praise upon WWE because they're they don't have any women because they fired most of them to be in the Women's Royal Rumble. So they need to like bring back someone they already fired last year. Sure. You sure. know, no, and the sense. thing is, like, everyone's making a big deal that she said impact, but she's defending that title tonight against Deanna Perazzo. And I think the plan, my assumption, I'm guessing that Deanna wins that title back. So now, once she wins that title back, they're not going to have a reason to say impact anymore. That's true. That's actually, a good I don't point. know. It depends. Maybe that's the case. I'm, you know, I'm being a crybaby about this. So we're not crybabies. Don't say that about yourself. But one quick thing about uh, impact, uh, tag uh, the impact women's championship, tag team champions, uh, the inspiration have COVID and they will not be attending. Yeah, I'm a little bummed by that. I am bummed about it too. Uh, I was excited um, to, I was going to get the show and they were one of the reasons why I wanted to get the show. Because I love the inspiration. I love them. And I want them. Me to, too. I want all the good things for them. Uh, ne uh, next up, next slide. Um, we got um, a more Impact news. Uh, Longtime Impact announcer Matt Stryker is probably no longer with the company. I'm guessing you don't like Matt Stryker. Is that the case? <laughs> you don't like this this northeast uh uh he's from he's from new york he's from new yeah, york i mean I, that's not a reason for me not to like I, him i saw him before he came to WWE at cyberspace wrestling in wayne new jersey and uh, he was there he had a gimmick where he would steal other popular wrestlers finishers and gimmicks so he'd come that's out funny. and do a rick flair uh or a roddy piper or he'd be <laughs> kurt angle and uh yeah it's just very uh, i i like matt strike you why don't you like matt strike I just don't think he's a very good announcer anymore. I thought he was good on Lucha Underground for a little bit. 
but I just don't think he's very good. Him and D'Lo Brown, not great. There's a rumor afoot that they have a new exciting announcer that's going to be taking his place. Mara? They didn't say who it is. Mara? But my guess is that it's probably it's either Mara Ronaldo or one of the guys that got released from you the think WWE. They have, you think Mara Ronaldo? Like probably one of the most sought after announcers in the world right now. Uh, he, he did the uh, the Floyd Mayweather fights. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, he's like a big time announcer. You think he's going to go to Impact? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, first, two, here's here's my reasoning. Three things. One, it's owned by Anthem, a Canadian company. He's Canadian. Maybe he has roots with those mm-hmm. Canadian executives. One. Two, uh, the schedule. You know how many days you work a month for impact two three maybe four that's a, most that's of the schedule. and any of the like any post stuff you just do that from your house two three he already called the match for impact last year so they already have a bit of an established what, relationship he called uh the kenny omega rich swan match that's for impact. right okay so where well, there's some precedents here maybe so maybe uh yeah, that would uh, that would skyrocket them. It would definitely it give them the best uh, announced. Honestly, I love Mar. Him and Dilo. Oh my god, I can't wait. That's actually very exciting. <laughs> you, you are such a funny like. I like Dilo Brown. I do. I've always I liked Dilo Brown. But D'Lo you Brown. love Dilo Brown. I do love Dilo Brown. <laughs> I think he's great. Uh, Joe writes. They just wanted James. No further impact stuff. I'm afraid. Will she come out with the title? That'll be interesting. Well, as Roy specified, she's, she's probably losing the title. If she's the champ, that'd be cool. Uh, Joe also writes, love Stryker as a wrestler. Stryker was a great wrestler. Stryker was a really great wrestler, and it's a shame that he he could have been a, the MJF of his time. He wrestled like MJF does now, uh, and I feel that uh, he's a great talker, got a lot of heat. Um, but one, what, whatever. Uh, next uh, slide there, Tam. Thank you so much. Um, AEW. Now we're into AEW news. AEW premiered on TBS uh, this past uh, week. Uh, they had their big TBS debut, and uh, it was a big hit. Did you see the ratings? Yeah, over a million. Over a million, and that's a great way to start a show. Yeah. Um, and let's see if they could sustain it because now they don't have these interruptions. Right. They're not going to have these sports interruptions, which is exciting. They're no longer live on the West Coast. They're preempted, which is great. Because what, what was happening for the last few months is that on the West Coast, if someone has cable and they're on the West Coast, Dynamite is on at five o'clock on the West Coast. So the reason that their numbers were going down over the last few months is because it wasn't preempted anymore. So, for example, right, like Dynamite was on live at five o'clock uh, East west coast time so all of these people that would normally watch dynamite at eight o'clock in prime time were getting out of work and not watching dynamite anymore live because it was on a five o'clock because they wanted hockey to be on live on oh, the west coast oh, interesting. so now it's, it's preempted again so now uh, the west coast feed is preempted so it airs on prime time so okay. that's why these numbers are going back up also because everything's on in prime time across the entire country 
Well, I'm going to have to take your word for it. That sounds good. It sounds real knowledgeable. Sounds like you got the score there, but they're going to, I'm just excited. I'm just excited for last. What? You know a lot about uh, preemption. You just know a lot about preemption more than I just, you know, I'm still not sure what anything you said means. (laughs) Still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, I've been trying to figure that out because you watch it live. You watch it. You've always watched it. I'm watching on your sling. Yeah, that's fair. That's or someone from the East Coast's cable. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. That's how I watch it. Uh, Joe writes, Impact would love having uh, their champ on WWE TV. I'm sure mentioning it was a part of the deal. I'm sure it I'm was. sure. It, it has to be. Um, but yeah, with, with TBS, uh, is a secured AEW's uh, Dynamite flagship program. Um, but guess who wasn't there for the opening one? Next slide, Tam. The oh, young, uh, Matt Jackson, big poopy face Matt Jackson. Actually, I have a <laughs> clip of him getting COVID. I have actually, uh, there's a, a video, not a video, uh, a picture of COVID getting him. Um, but Matt Jackson has COVID and he was not there. Thus, uh, Nick wasn't there as well. And st- uh, like steamy little... Cutlet, Brandon Cutler, uh, is also <laughs> uh, not there. Um, he has because he has COVID. They both have COVID. Yeah. Hey, you see the picture. Hey, you see the picture yeah. of Matt Jackson. I see about the picture. That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> but also, like, hey, they got COVID. Give them a break, okay? I just don't want to give them breaks. Why? They, <laughs> they stormed got COVID. the Capitol. <laughs> they didn't storm the Capitol. They're also vaccinated. They, they're funding the campaigns. I don't know. So is Tony Khan. Yeah, I'm not happy and about that Vince either. McMahon. You see me, you see me putting up flat and good pictures of Tony Khan <laughs> and Sinclair Broadcasting. Every company that owns her, except Ugh, for Anthem, because so... they're Canadian. So we should all be big Impact fans. We should all be big Impact. That's a great point. Uh, we got to move over to Impact um, or Ring of Honor. That's AXS, and that's uh, Mark Cuban, who does not support. Correct. Well, what about Ring of Honor? What are you saying? Uh, I think Ring of Honor is probably pretty chill. Well, Ring of Honor is owned by Sinclair Broadcasting. Dude, what's Sinclair Broadcasting? They're thought... horrible, horrible, horrible oh, misinformation for Republicans. <laughs> Terrible. God damn it. <laughs> but Mark Cuban, on the other hand, who knows what his deal is? He did own So that's the thing. He did own Access TV, which used to, which has impact on it. But Anthem bought it <laughs> from Mark Cuban. So there, so Impact will always have a home on Access TV. God, and if now I find is, out that, that if I find out that BattleBots is owned by Donald Trump, I'll lose it. I'll just <laughs> fucking lose it. I can't deal with this. By the way, you should check out our show, Battle Talking Bots, Talking Bots. Uh, it's going to be on uh, Thursdays just for the remainder yeah. of the season. I got some fun plans this coming. Uh, big, well, a lot of people stumbled upon it. It's kind of like putting a stick in front of an airport exit. People are going to trip over it, like because yeah. in front of everyone. <laughs> I, I uh, that's the, they weren't staring at it, like, oh, I want to look at this stick. Uh, but you should check it out. Joe Wright, uh, S right, S is here. Yes. S. A Ring of Honor is Sinclair, which is super right wing. Yeah, I know. We found out right now. We found out right now. It's really disappointing. <laughs> Joe writes, businesses are traditionally Republicans, low taxes. That's why they support Trump. Yeah. <sighs> but I bet yeah. you, I bet you BattleBots, I bet you BattleBots is all about science. BattleBots yeah. is all about it. Like, they can't not Everybody's be. vaccinated. Check out Talking Bots this Thursday on the LLW network. Um, uh, moving on, uh, smash the like button as well. 
Uh, S writes, what's up with the Young Bucks and Tony K funding the insurrection? What? Uh, Don't listen to him, S. Don't listen. So so Tony, indirectly, they've both donated money to Trump's campaign. They yes. both donated money to Trump's campaign. How do you know the Bucks and have donated money to Chris, Trump's campaign? That it was oh, uh, I oh, I definitely heard. <laughs> I know that I know that uh, Shad Khan has, which oh, is Tony Khan's father. I know that that makes because sense. They, they, you know, the Republicans. Well I mean, Jericho yeah, and, and from his Kukumunga, wife, Rancho Cucamonga. These little little rich shits that had a wrestling ring growing up in their backyard. Okay, well, oh, their dad, damn. they're. Their dad was a construction yeah. worker. Their dad rich was a construction worker. He, he built the construction. He, yeah, sure. He earned his money being a construction worker. I have more yeah. respect for someone who gets rich being a construction worker than someone who, like, we don't know. We don't know the finances. Show us your books. Show us your books. We want to see those books. Tony's here. Uh, Tony's here. Boom. Boom. The whole crew's here. We're all having fun. We're all swimming in the soup. Smash the like button. That's what we want to see. Some button smashes. Uh, next up, uh, next slide there, Tam. Uh, we're still in uh, the the TBS show, the AEW's Dynamite's on TBS. The Go and, Big uh, Show. Uh, what? Sorry, There's keep the, going. No, not the Go Big Show, but I should watch that. It sounds. It's okay. It's but okay. we uh, we had uh, one thing which was we went a little too big on uh, Wednesday night with Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix uh, got uh, choke slammed through a table. Um, choke slammed through a table, causing him to dislocate his arm in a very scary uh incident on wednesday when we talked about this on the woos and what's of uh aw dynamite you suggested that was luchasaurus's fault um yeah and i don't think it was i think honestly uh, hear me out hear me out i think it was a bad like i think phoenix did the wrong thing here he put down his arm yeah you do not put down your arm when taking a bump Mm-hmm. Uh, you maybe you know, if you're falling on the mat, you maybe slap the mat, but you do not put down your arm to catch yourself, especially when you're going off of uh, anything of height, uh, because you're liable to get caught. Uh, you're supposed to do flat back. Don't try and catch yourself because that's how you break fingers and, and elbows. Um, he got caught underneath the table and then it bent the other way underneath the table. He flopped it out and he's like, ah, he's all, uh, the ref comes and takes a look at it um and uh turns out it's just a dislocation roy or it seems like it's just a dislocation you won't miss major time yeah i i worry about ligament damage in these sure. situations but, and it weakens uh, you yeah for sure my feeling is that yes on wednesday i was very gung-ho about saying that it was <laughs> luchasaurus's fault and my feeling is that it still like sort of is because i think he went up for the choke slam and i think ray phoenix was like this is where the table is this is where I'm going to land. And when I land, I'm going to just come down. So if he had fallen without, but then, okay. So that was his calculation of like where he was going to land, not taking into account that Luchasaurus was going to go down with him, causing him to move five or six inches to the left, causing his arm to get stuck. But at the same time, it's probably not Luchasaurus's fault either. I apologize for being so aggressively uh, shaming of Luchasaurus. Oh, we're allowed to shame Luchasaurus. I think it's part of the fun of the show. Um, we got Joe Wright, uh, Joe Redlet saying, uh, I'm sure Nia Jax did. Big anti-vaxxer. Yeah, big anti-vaxxer does not like this. That's why she got cut. S writes, I don't know. The Bucks seem more Mitt Romney to me. Yeah, I can um, see that. Bunch of weirdos. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Tony writes, Phoenix is, uh, is made of rubber. He's okay. He is made of rubber. You see that he arm sling right back into action? Like it was you all crunched. I- <laughs> 
I went back and I watched this last like few minutes of the show. They showed, um, they showed that replay of him getting choked slapped to that table and his elbow getting fucked up like four or five times. Yeah, they loved it. They Too loved many it. times. And it's just like, and I don't think it's because of the elbow. I think they're like, oh, what a great spot. Let's show that spot. Guys, pay attention to the fact of what just happened. Like, actually pay attention. They love well, no, it. He's going through a table. That's so cool. How about the fact that you're close up seeing his elbow, like, and his arm dangling in the wind? Right. How many times? This is wrestling. They love showing injuries. They love showing injuries. They've always done know. this. Uh, oh, Joe, I'm just going to skip over that comment, Joe. You shouldn't be. <laughs> don't say that out loud. Just don't say that out loud. Don't. Yeah, the second part is fine. That's right. Those outside bumps, dives always scare me. It's why I'm less worried about stuff like blading and blood. It's those crazy outside bumps where people can really get hurt, can get really hurt. And I, I agree. Uh, I, those those are also worrisome. Um, and uh, that's a good point. That's that's a good point. Uh, those uh, hey. we have to be careful. And I honestly think I I think that Luchasaurus went down with the choke slam because I think he was worried that he yeah. was going too far out and he was trying to guide him to the table. Best uh, of intentions on Luchasaurus's I, part. I, I think there sure. was I, I think there was trying to just because I think Phoenix went out a little too too deep. And he was trying to catch himself because he knew he went deep, you know, yeah. uh, and that's why Luchasaurus stuck with him to, to lay him on the table. But things just went awry, right? Hey, can you vamp for thirty seconds? I gotta get my computer charger. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Uh, vamp, 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 vamp. vamp. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. That'd be terrible. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I, I, that, that's the that's the news. That's then we still got more news. Actually, we still got more news. Um, but uh, that was a pretty scary bump. I agree with you on the bumps, but also the blood too. We don't need excessive blood where uh it, it works well with stories and uh it, it just having it on every single episode or every other episode doesn't mean anything anymore you know tony's uh, dropping it, some bombs in the chat uh, tony a moonsault is more dangerous than a light tube shot uh i don't know about that i don't know about there's a lot of control you have with a moonsault like you could, you could practice that a light tube could break in any number of ways that you do not expect that could cut in a way that you cannot prepare for. Uh, I, I, and also that stuff you're inhaling from those light tubes, that shit's giving you cancer. Nick Gage yes. is loaded with that shit. Uh, does I he want to know good? where Nick Gage you want to breathe? Like Nick Gage is breathing. No, <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, where he, I think he just said that he was injured or something like that. Didn't he just say he's I'm coming back soon. Him. He's coming back so. soon. Uh, Chica Marks right. Sasha Banks hurt too. Uh, is Sasha Banks hurt? That's not good. I don't like that. She, yeah, she got. I think she tweaked something at a house show, ah, a live event. Shows. Don't get me started. Um, but that's that's that. Let's go, let's go to the next slide there, Tim. Now we got some news. This is in the broader world of sports. This is the big world of sports. I'm giving you a little bit of big sports action because the XFL is coming back to town. What 365 days from this from today. You didn't hear about this? The Rock bought it? No. Oh. I knew that The Rock bought it, but I didn't know that he was announcing that the XFL was coming back. Oh, it's back, baby. Uh, it's back. Uh, so the XFL, <laughs> which uh, uh, the XFL. <laughs> so the XFL, which uh, Vince McMahon tried to bring back in 2000, uh, 2020, uh, it got, uh, got X named because of COVID scrambled everything lost everything oh. uh so then he sold it to the rock who picked it up for what 10 15k that he split with his uh 
his business partner and ex-wife, uh, Danny Garcia, I think her name is. I think so. Yeah. She's the, the first, um, my dogs are barking. Uh, she's the first your oh, female you get, executive in all of sports. <laughs> you should put, put your feet, feet up. up. Cause you said my dogs are barking. I was like, put your feet up. <laughs> it's so funnier uh but uh yeah so like a lot of so we're all excited i'm excited for the xfl i i love yeah because i i I like the the colorful names they're still gonna be the the new york hitmen oh yeah uh, that is true that is true yes i like that like uh the the cincinnati maniacs or whatever they're gonna call themselves (laughs) um the Washington Warlords. That's what yeah. we're hoping for. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what the, uh, Joe writes. Anything the Rock touches is gold. Should be great. Chica Marks writes. Uh, everyone has to watch the streams for the picks. I listened to one as a podcast and was immediately sad. I couldn't see the pictures. <laughs> yeah. I should also. That's a good point. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm everyone so should sorry. go back and watch last week's episode so you can see this picture of Jim Ross doing Goldberg's entrance in a oh, wrestling video game. Very fun. <laughs> so very good. fun stuff. Um, excellent, excellent. We are having a fun time, and we got one last news item for you, Roy. Oh, oh, by the way, are you excited for XFL? Do you not? Care? Whatever. I don't like football oh. very much. Oh. Uh, so, you don't, uh, so you don't like football? I don't like football really much either, but I I like uh, new things. I like sure. new things, and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you should all watch BattleBots. That's actually pretty good. That's a better yeah, sport. That is true. Uh, That's a better next sport. Up, next up, we got Kurt Angle. Next slide there, Tam. Uh, we have our uh, the Olympic uh, gold medalist, our friend uh, Kurt Angle. He is uh, getting in shape to 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 get back in the ring. He wants to have another go, and I think he should. I think he should have one more match with Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. I think Brian yeah, Danielson okay, versus Kurt Angle would be a great match. Um, it, <laughs> it's just we're like I. You know, it's funny is going in like anticipating the Kurt Angle picture. I was like, oh, there's so many ridiculous Kurt Angle pictures that you could find. That is not one that I thought of. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny, funny picture. It's uh it's uh for those of you in podcast, it's uh Kurt Angle. If you were Albert Einstein, uh, <laughs> uh Kurt Angle is cosplaying as Albert Einstein with the gold medal draping around his neck. Um, so yeah, uh Kurt Angle, uh, you you're not uh, into yeah, this, you're not excited. I just worry about his body. I just worry about his body, but He's if in he, great he can... shape. Do you see? Do you see how he walks? Do you see he can't move his neck? Yeah, well, he's never been able to move his neck. He's always moved his entire body if he needs to turn. Yeah, um, but I'm excited for it. I, I want him to have. I want him to have the real last match. Yeah, that I agree. Baron Corbin one was not stupid. It was not fair. It was not yeah. fair. He should have one last match. It should be with Danielson. I agree with you completely, and that should be how he goes out. Agreed. You're yeah. right. Him or Zack Saber Jr. I think and, he and, and, and Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson can give him a great match. Can give him a great sure. worthy. He'll match. work around it. Yeah, uh, Chica Marks writes, but he has to look like that in the match. Uh, honestly, if he let his hair grow out, might. Do you remember in, uh, in TNA or Impact when he let his hair his stubble grow out? Yeah, and he had this like yeah. kind of like he looked like Jason Statham. I yeah, love that look. It he was looked a good look. Ang- I remember talking to someone. They're like, "Oh, he looks like shit." I'm like, "No, he doesn't. No. He looks scarier than he ever. looks dangerous." Yeah, mm-hmm. Randy Corbin Cesaro should do the same thing. Yeah, I think so too. Wow, we, we had a lot of fun with the news there. That's the end of the news. That's the end of the yeah. news. But we're not done. We still I got some to- tweet action. Some Twitter tweet action. 
Yeah, I also have two uh, two two pieces of news. <gasps> oh, sorry. two pieces. I'm so sorry. I didn't even ask. No, no, no. they're they're to related to, to shows. Uh, I happen to see this this morning. I haven't watched the show because I don't really I don't watch SmackDown too often. But uh, the favorite to win the Royal Rumble this year made an appearance last night on SmackDown. <laughs> I, I watched that bug get in your face. <laughs> did it get? Did I get in it? Got my goddamn nose. Yeah, that leads up. perfectly into what I'm talking about too. The Royal Rumble favorite, Johnny Knoxville, made an <sighs> appearance on SmackDown last night, dumping Sami Zayn over the top rope, and what? it was fantastic. Was it, it cool? was fantastic. It was so cool. It's so fun. I have to go back. I want to actually watch the whole segment. But yeah, I saw it, and then they played the Jackass theme song, which was fantastic. It was great. I love. Um, I don't know. I I don't mind this. Uh, they, I love it. I think it's great. Join the. Yeah, if we're gonna have a celebrity join the Royal Rumble. He's gonna give it his all. He's gonna get hurt, but he's gonna he's gonna do a good job. And in all honesty, like I, I'm I'm fine with a fun guest that that's willing to put in the work. Yeah, willing to yeah. put in the work. He is. I am tempted. The first ever shirt that I'll purchase off of WWE.com may be the Johnny Knoxville World Champion T-shirt. It might be. Great. We'll see. That's a pretty. Great uh, and then the other thing that I wanted to mention is that I was able to watch some of not everything. I watched the, all the important stuff off of uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Night one and two, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, and it was good, and it's worth checking out if you're able to to find it. It's, it's uh, where, where where can we find it, Roy? It would be on Fight TV. You could purchase it off of Fight TV. You could also pay ten dollars for one month of New Japan World and watch it there. You can also watch Stardom, which is also owned by the same people that own New Japan, which is an all female Japanese promotion. It's where Tony Storm came from, Kyrie Sane, uh, among others, and they had a match, the first ever women's match to be on a Wrestle Kingdom event was this year's tag match and it was awesome. It was really, really cool. We should so, all check out Wrestle Kingdom. You said it's on YouTube? It's it's on Fight TV. You can purchase Fight it off Fight TV or you can get New Japan World as Or you well. might be able to legally uh, get it somewhere. That'd be fun. Yeah, well, that's also too. Feel free to do that. Also. Yeah, get it legally. But, um, um, Joe writes, please give us Angle versus Brian. Yeah, it's no. a good idea. Uh, Tony, I'm waiting for the grand return of Bad Bunny. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. Did you see the interview Tony. with Bad Bunny where they asked him about his match? And he was like, yeah, I watch it every day. He watches his own sweet. match every day. I, I, uh, I'm actually fine with Bad Bunny, too, because he loves yeah, it. Yeah, he did it. He did a great he did job. It. did a good he job. Had a great match. Yeah. Uh, also, um, new, speaking of New Japan, they're going to be returning to Access TV. They're going to be on After Impact. So it's going to be a three-hour wrestling block every Thursday on All right. Access TV, which All is great. Right. You got to. Does uh, Sling have Access TV? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo! That's <laughs> some good news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okada, it was uh, fantastic. Tony said Okada is always oh, golden. Yeah, he is, uh, and we're excited. Okada about that was fantastic, time. and he also uh, they showed a video that after he won the championship uh, night two, he beat Will Ospreay to become the official champion of new japan pro wrestling he ran to the bus because you know in japan everybody goes from bus to bus and he didn't change he just stayed in his gear and his belt and he just had a mask on he had a mask a bottle of water and he was just in his gear with his championship belt and he's just like yeah i'm happy to be here he didn't want to change he's He's such a a pretty cool guy have you ever heard the story that he's good friends with the young bucks and when they weren't looking okada would sneak into the young bucks locker room and put on nick jackson's gear and he would just wait like in the pose for them to come back in. And he's That's so much awesome. bigger than them that the gear didn't fit him. It was so just it was like a little... it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is very funny. I would love to do that. Um, 
but uh, here's some comments. S writes angle versus Jonathan Gresham. Also um, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, but he maybe has a match in him. Yeah, also true. Yeah. You know, let's not, we're not stop fantasy book. Let's have, let's pick our favorite one, our one favorite one. And it's probably him versus Brian. Yeah. 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 yeah Gresham's sure. will push it. John Buseman writes, uh, Sling Boys Unite. Thank you so much, John, for joining yeah. the chat. And don't forget to smash the like button before you leave. <laughs> don't, uh, don't <laughs> wipe your feet and smash uh, the like button. Yeah. So we have two tweets. We have two tweets. Oh, oh, They're both let like. Me just get, let me just yeah, get these. No, really. S, I feel like I just want to see Jonathan Gresham wrestle everyone. He's very good. And, and not taking that away. I, I, I want that, right, Roy? We want him to wrestle. Oh, yeah. Tonight, as a matter of fact, Impact Hard to Kill, that their pay-per-view, which I, I'm going to purchase. I'm going to watch it. Uh, he's wrestling Chris Sabin for the Ring of Honor Heavyweight Championship. That sounds real fun. And Chris Sabin's a, a real, a real good, wrestler. good wrestler. Yeah. Real good wrestler, so yeah. we're gonna see that. And uh, uh, Chica Mark says, I have to see that, very exciting. And yeah, uh, yeah I feel and uh, yeah, okay, I think we're good. Uh, uh, give uh, give us these tweets, yeah. tweet of the week. I got two tweets, uh, both of them are kind of bummers. So, uh, Tam, I don't have uh, I don't have an order in which, so you can just pull one up and we'll just see what it is. We'll see what it is. Uh, Chica Marks writes, uh, uh, Kazuchika. Uh, yeah, Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchika. Uh, Kazuchika? Yeah, sure. Uh, oh, is that his first name? Yeah, that's his first name. Oh, I just always knew him as Okada. I never Okada. knew him. I thought yeah. he just went as Okada, like uh, Kenta. Um, sure. But I think Kazuchika is like more difficult to pronounce. So we just all say sure. Okada. It's like each of Suzuki. I'm going to learn how to say it real good. Yeah, I believe yeah. it. Here's the first uh, tweet our first know. tweet. This is just a nice summation of the this week's events uh and it says uh the failure of nxt to be the true future of wwe ultimately lives at vince's feet i can't i'm gonna pull up the actual tweet i can't see it um falls at vince's feet both for allowing it to be created in a vision he could never get behind in the first place and then refusing to accept that it was accept that it was successful no amount of scapegoating will ever change that and then he follows it up by also saying sending the brand out to die in order to harm your newly formed competition a little bit and then blaming them for getting killed is a level of obliviousness to your own fault that we should all aspire to honestly it's true and i think that's like a really that's a really interesting tweet to me because it's just like one of those things where we we're going to look back on this in 10 years, like the ultimate demise of the original NXT and wonder how and why it happened. Even now, I'm still wondering how and why it happened because realistically, like, even though they were constantly losing to AEW in the ratings, like they were still putting on an entertaining show and like, it wasn't the same. It was already changing, but there was nothing bad about it. And the ratings yeah. were still fine. They're better than they are now. And I just, it's still baffling to me. And it's all of this, like, it's this, like, short sighted, tyrannical boss. Their plans are not to build the next generation. Uh, and it's not. Their, their plans are to make themselves as valuable as possible right now, as fast as possible. And they're doing it. And that's yeah. the unfortunate thing. They're just, their goals just aren't aligning with what we want. And uh, they are a dinosaur. And they will become extinct. 
Yeah. Well, that's the thing too, is that it's interesting because it's like, what's more valuable to them, hiring great wrestlers or hiring athletes with a higher profile to make them look better ultimately? They don't like Stevenson, like, yeah, yeah, they don't want to hire people that they haven't trained. They want to train them from the ground up. And I get that idea, but also it's just, um, it makes it less, it's less fun. It's just less fun. You know, it's really interesting though. I, I don't remember where I saw this. I think it was actually a WWE documentary, um, but they didn't have a developmental system until like 96. Like their entire history, they were taking wrestlers who had already been trained. Well, they had, they had a developmental system. It just wasn't dev- developmental. It was, it was Memphis. But that started in 96. That started in the 90s. I thought it was earlier than that because like Kane... And uh, uh, some other people. There, yeah, there were that's a fair point. But, I don't like, know if it, it, was it just wasn't an official thing. I don't think they were making right. money, but they were basically saying they, they'd have. It was just an exchange. You you develop these guys, and we'll send yeah. Taker down there every now and then. Right. Well, they or, did that with Smoky Mountain too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that, but yes. But and it's, but a that's, true yeah. developmental ninety six. They didn't start training people until like ninety six with like Dory Funk. And like that whole like group Tom of people, Pritchard. the Funkin, the Funkin Dojo with sure. yeah, Dr. Tom and, and um Funker. Uh yeah. That's crazy. Uh yeah. So let's go to our second tweet, which is more specific. And I apologize in advance for this red, but I saw it and I just had to had to go. We we, ha- we have a really spicy uh, comment here from um Anka Koba. uh sister 19 lull online. Don't don't follow them. Uh, don't follow them. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't click them. on any links they provide. Uh, I'd uh, be very wary of that. Uh, that uh, the comment there, sister. Yeah, no, nah, that's not good. But we, ooh, you have it right here. Let us know what it says. F. Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this. I don't. I don't see it yet. But there's this Twitter account. He does um, stuff like that. It's very funny where he'll like change people's names to whatever. But. This this tweet is important for us to remember. It says the road dog is super lame. Spent his career milking hip hop culture, but doesn't support Black Lives Matter. Plus, he's an anti mask goof. Not a redeemable trait in the guy. Sure. Just a just an important reminder. Did he not support BLM? Oh no, not at all. Not. At I all. had no idea. Ah, oh, damn. There goes my idea of him. Him managing Jurassic Express. <laughs> But I guess I hadn't thought about that though. Like until I saw it in those terms, as far as him milking hip hop culture, I forgot that he had like cornrows in the nineties and was rapping with Ron Killings and then the three live crew in TNA. Not to mention the fact that, you know, he did blackface in the late nineties as well. Sure. I forgot sure. about all these things. So yeah, well, what? that we remember well, these things. Well, I just fell off the D-O-double-G bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. Let Regal um, manage somebody. Yeah, I just wanted a good like because what Regal's great and all, but like I wanted like he's a great talker. Road dog is a great well, talker. Also, and don't be surprised though. Don't be surprised if we see Road Dog in AEW. This isn't like we're not uh, shutting well, they're, they're not, not hiring Chris Jericho. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're definitely hiring Chris Jericho. Um, so we'll see. Wow, wow, wow. That's a real bummer way to end the show. <laughs> Just joking, I no. should have saved my Johnny Bad Knoxville news for the end of the show. No, no, this is good. Why don't we have to learn? And this show is about learning too. Uh, it is the news, and we do learn on the news. So we should learn that Road Dog. 
Uh, it's kind of kind of scummy a little bit. Well, you know, he's like he's a, a, a whatever. He's a yeah. scummy middle aged man that uh, from the south who was in the army. You know, all of those. Things. But hey, I mean, you know, you don't have to be in the army and feel this way. Everybody's no, no, of different. course not. No, we're not bel- uh, ben- beniling, belining, maligning, maligning. Uh, we're not maligning the army. That's right. The old school developmental system for the WWE was just the territories. It would just sign the best talent from the territories. No, that's true. But like, I'm talking about when they literally had, oh, we have Kane. Let's send him down to Memphis for a little bit to learn right. some shit. Oh, we have uh, Al Snow. Let's send him uh, to uh, Smoky Mountain uh, so we could do some stuff there. And so like that was kind of thing. As far as Road Dog joined Jeff Jarrett in GCW, uh, uh, I don't think GCW is going to happen. Oh, GCW. Oh, GCW. I thought you were going to talk about Global Force Wrestling. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I, I kind of like Jeff Jarrett being on his own there. I kind of yeah. like Jeff Jarrett's whole I'm lone really, cowboy. And we're going to be covering any, this and I don't want future Road Dog, episodes. And I don't want Road Dog Stink getting on Jeff Jarrett right now. Jeff Jarrett probably <laughs> believes in the same things, but he's keeping his fucking mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, that's the right call. That's the way we want it. Keep your mouth shut if you got stupid ideas. Um yeah. Okay. I think we did a great job today. I think we really had some good too. things. Uh, the Chico Marks writes, thank you for sharing. We needed to know about him. We did. I get, Yeah, we did. We did. Thank we you, needed Chico to Marks. Know. That makes me feel better and, about this decision and, that I made. Don't put him near Jeff Jarrett. Do not let Jeff Jarrett talk about <laughs> yeah. his feelings. Yeah. We don't yeah. want to hear it. Um, thank you all so much. for Same this. with Comrade. Comrade's really smart. Smart businessman. Keeps all of that out of it. But also, I, 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 he says he, like he's made some positive stances. Mm-hmm especially mm-hmm. when it came to stuff that's happened the past year. Uh, and uh, yeah. he, he shut up Eric Bischoff real quick about what, some of that stuff. Yeah, really? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk offline about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, th- thank you all so much. This has been great. This has been Loser Lee's Wrestling, the weekly wrestle. This is episode the weekly seven, wrestle, episode seven. Join us for episode eight next week. Thank you all so much for joining. And I'm sure you all smash that like button. <laughs> uh, and check us out. We're, we're going to be here this Wednesday for uh, the Woos and What's of AEW Dynamite. We're going to be AEW here Dynamite. on Thursday for Talking Bots. Talking uh, Bots. I got some great ideas. There's going to be yeah. last week, there were some sound issues because I was doing it on my own, but uh, there's going to be fixed and there's going to be some animation. Let's say, or, or something it. like there's interactivity. Let's interactivity. Check us out for this Thursday. You're going to be, you're going to be on the video, but I'm going to be in the chat. Come chat with me. Yeah. Come chat with Roy. Come chat with Roy. He's going to be in the chat, chatting it up. He's doing a great job. Chatting it up. S writes, Conrad's a sexy big man. Eh, Not not really. (laughs) I I don't, I've only ever, uh, I think I've seen him behind a desk a couple of times. I haven't seen videos of him. Not my type. I'll tell you that much. Um, (laughs) Thank you all so much for for watching. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling. Follow us on all the things, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. uh, And uh, hey, S, I'm going to send you an email. I'm going to send you an email in a little bit. We're going to send you an email. Yeah. I got send a us up for you. Send us all your emails at loserleasepod at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much. Have a great night. Oh, bye. 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 Bye.